Wherever we look in the world, we see Bible prophecy fulfilling. Welcome to the Bible in the News. In Europe, Russia, the West, Iran, Israel. This week, we'll briefly take a look at some of the events happening all over the globe. First, Europe and Russia. Since winning the German election, Angela Merkel is being touted as the most powerful leader in Europe, and by Forbes magazine, as the second most powerful person in the world after Barack Obama, which probably makes her the most powerful watching Obama's weak international performance lately. This shows how powerful Germany has become. What does Putin think about this over in Russia? A battle in Europe rages over control of Ukraine. Both Russia and the EU want the Ukraine within their sphere of influence. This is part of a great battle to dominate Europe. Putin has been issuing threats to the Ukraine if it signs an agreement with the EU. Will the Russian bear be robbed of her whelps? Will Putin turn off the gas tap to the Ukraine? Europe could be in for some more political turmoil. Ukraine is a very Russian country. The Economist notes that not only did Russia rule most of Ukraine for two centuries, but Kievan Rus is seen as the cradle of the modern Russian state. The reference to Rus no doubt derives from the ancient name of Russia used in Ezekiel 38, Rosh in Ezekiel 38, verses 1 and 2, ASV. And the word of Jehovah came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face toward Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshech, and Tubal, and prophesy against him, and say, Thus saith the Lord Jehovah, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, prince of Rosh, Meshech, and Tubal. Ukraine is Russia's strategic gateway to the Mediterranean Sea and the base for Russia's Black Sea Fleet. Russia has the naval facilities leased from Ukraine through 2042, but would obviously not take kindly to the country falling to Western Europe. How far will Russia go to keep this country within her sphere of influence? Time will tell. How will Gog, the Prince of Rosh, prepare himself and his company as in Ezekiel 38? Be thou prepared, and prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. Ezekiel 38, verse 7. Iran. An historic phone conversation between the new president of Iran, Rouhani, and Obama, the president of the United States, is the first direct content, contact since 1979. Is this a major diplomatic breakthrough, or... Is the United States being taken for a ride? Is Iran sensing a weak United States after the debacle with Syria's chemical weapons and has decided to exploit the situation? The Economist magazine recently depicted the West as a lion with no teeth on the cover of The Economist magazine. Iran's major ally is Russia, who is really the builder of Iran's nuclear program. Russia also supports the Assad regime and Hezbollah. Hezbollah is essentially an Iranian proxy army, to be used as a tool against Israel. From the prophecy of Ezekiel 38, we know that Iran or Persia is destined to be with the king of the north, or Gog, when Gog makes the mistake of invading the land of Israel. And I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth, and all thine army, horses, and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Ezekiel 38, verses 4 and 5. 
Iran has used an old tactic, calling for a nuclear-free Mideast. This would, of course, require Israel to give up any nuclear weapons it may have. Although Israel has never confirmed or denied that they have nuclear weapons, it is generally known and accepted that they do. Of course, a major difference between Iran and Israel is that Iran has announced their desire to wipe Israel off the map, whereas any weapons Israel has are for self-defense. Netanyahu, in his speech at the UN, pointed out that the new president of Iran, Rouhani, was also Iran's chief nuclear negotiator between 2003 and 2005. He masterminded the strategy which enabled Iran to advance its nuclear weapons program behind a smokescreen of diplomatic engagement and very soothing rhetoric. In the speech, Netanyahu also drew attention to the fact that Rouhani headed Iran's Supreme National Security Council from 1989 through 2003. During that time, Iran's henchmen gunned down opposition leaders in a Berlin restaurant. They murdered 85 people at the Jewish Community Center in Buenos Aires. They killed 19 American soldiers by blowing up the Kobar Towers in Saudi Arabia. Clearly, clearly Rouhani is not the moderate he is made out to be. Meanwhile, Iran has announced the production of a drone, or UAV, that is claimed to be able to hit stationary mobile targets up to 1,700 kilometers away and fly for 24 hours on a single fuel run, Iranian press reports. This is a further threat to Israel. <clears throat> Israel. Netanyahu finished his speech at the UN with a quote from the biblical prophet Amos. Here is what he said. In our time, the biblical prophecies are being realized. As the prophet Amos said, they shall rebuild ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine. They shall till gardens and eat their fruit. And I will plant them upon their soil, never to be uprooted again. Ladies and gentlemen, the people of Israel have come home never to be uprooted again. This is a very significant statement and a witness to the truth of the Bible before the whole world. It is also a challenge to the world, a challenge to recognize that biblical prophecies are being realized, a challenge to all those who would like to destroy Israel, that the people of Israel have come home never to be uprooted again. This is the controversy of Zion, Isaiah 34, verse 8. The God of Israel said to Israel through the prophet Isaiah, Let all the nations be gathered together. Let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses, that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say it is truth. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me, and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. Meanwhile in Jerusalem, Thousands gathered for the One State for One Nation Convention, which called on the government to ignore pressure and to build in Judea and Samaria. The following is from a report of the event on the Israel National News website. The participants, which included the heads of the settlement enterprise in Judea and Samaria, as well as prominent MKs, called on the Israeli government to ignore the pressure and threats from the world and to continue to build new communities in Judea and Samaria. The main message is to build new communities on the mountains of Judea and Samaria, said Daniela Weiss, head of the Nahala movement and co-organizer of the convention, in a conversation with Arut Sheva. 
There is still a huge space that hasn't been built upon and is defined as government land. It's about 600,000 acres that is government property, and we want to build new settlements on this property, she declared. While Russia prepares for herself battles to dominate Europe and extends its influence in the Middle East, Israel prepares to build more homes upon the mountains of Israel. These are amazing times for the Bible in the news. This has been David Billington with you. Come back next week to www.bibleinthenews.com.